Good morning. You're listening to FloridaDaily.net, and I'm Ken Parr. This morning, my guest is Pamela Danzinger with Unity Marketing, a speaker, author, journalist, focused kind of on the retail sector. Pam, how you doing? I'm doing great today. I wish I could say the same for retail. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. One other little quick thing. You and I were together at the Shaw Aligned Dealer meeting. You came to enlighten Shaw's dealers on some of what we're talking about. A lot of what you focus on is the luxury side of the business, but I wanted to talk to you because you know, just a couple of days ago, we got mixed signals as we look at retail. We saw where Lowe's was reporting their second quarter results. Their sales were down 9%. We saw where a designer magazine was saying the retail sector was adding a 1,000 new stores and that malls and affluent areas are making a comeback. And then you did a, a podcast recently with Yahoo Finance saying that retailers are going to be challenged in the second half of this year. So right. uh, tell us what right. you're thinking. Well, I think we have to recognize that there's a lot of spin going on because you can, you can look at numbers in a variety of different ways. That 1,000 stores that are opening this year, most of them are attributed to the dollar store sector, which is, which is it's actually growing because it appeals to people who have less disposable income to spend. So, I mean, it makes complete sense. And there's no question that the A-malls are doing well at this point. But there's early signs that even among affluent shoppers and affluent consumers, that they are starting to hold back and are facing exactly the same kind of pressures that we see with middle class and lower income consumers, which is their dollars do not go as far. And when we talk about affluent consumers, when we talk about people who are at the top tier of incomes, it's important to remember that they generally, they have high levels of education. They are the most tuned in to the real story behind the economic headlines. And so they're, they're watching their portfolios. They're watching what's going on at Wall Street. They're watching what's going on in the street and they are starting to hold back and LVMH, Richemont, and carrying the three biggest consumer, you know, luxury brands all saw their sales decline in the U.S., not across the world, but in the U.S. in the last quarter. So I think we really need to be careful. And another factor, the, things are changing so quickly on the ground right now, but the drum beats are starting to get louder and louder about the impending recession that's going to come and hit us. Interesting. You know, the stock market had a pretty good run in July. And like you say, the people that you follow are the most educated. You would think that they wouldn't have the jitters like we're feeling right now. I'm not disagreeing that that is the case. So if I've got listeners who are in the flooring retail business and their business has been soft in the first half, right. I think what you're saying is that Expect that to continue in the second half, right? Right. Well, you know, one of, I think, again, the, a real big warning sign came that in August, and this is, you know, this is really, shock, I mean, shocking for me because I follow what the National Retail Federation says month after month. And throughout this whole period that we've been going through, they've been very, very positive and very optimistic about the economy. In fact, in July, they were saying that they saw signs on the horizon that the economy was going to get better and blah, blah, blah. By August, their chief economist, Kleinheinz, 
said that consumer spending is slowing, and he took a very, what I consider, an extremely realistic view of what's happening in the retail sector overall, which is we're really headed for some rough waters. And I think there's just no question about that. And again, I put extra weight when the National Retail Federation says, says it, because they are the cheerleaders always trying to cheer people on and consumers on to go out and spend more money. But their credit cards have reached $1 trillion in debt. We can't keep funding consumer retail spending from our, you know, from our credit cards anymore, especially with interest rates now where they're at. I mean, over 20% in most cases. Yeah, 20 on cards and seven on houses. Areas we haven't seen in a long time. So you uh, bet. That's I remember the 70s and 80s and what we were called stagflation. So whether we get a, a real, you know, in, in a way, I kind of think if we got a recession, it would kind of clear the pipes and get things back to normal. But if we just kind of keep going on at this level, I mean, that that's stagflation. And that seems in some ways to be ultimately worse for people and for consumers and businesses. Like you say, it's across the board. It's it's from the low income to the upper income. Everybody's just kind of pulling back a little bit. Yeah, it really is a shocking and surprising uh, development. And, you know, the economists, they're, I think their traditional models, which one of the big factors is always is job growth. The, their models are not really reflecting what's happening in the economy today because a lot of people left the job market altogether. More baby boomers are retiring. I mean, like 10,000 every day is what they say, but there's like, you know, there, there's that retirement factor. And a lot of people are opting for the gig economy. And usually when you go into the gig economy, you, know, you take a step back in terms of your income anyway. And so, you know, people are, are really being stretched and, Core inflation numbers, a lot of times that's reported that doesn't include food and, and energy that are still going up and are really cutting into people's ability to spend on discretionary purchases. And, you know, flooring, you know, <laughs> in many ways is one of those discretionary categories. I mean, it's something you do when you have a little bit of extra cash, but you know, throw down an area rug if your floor, you know, looks a little scuffed up in the short term. Yeah, it's a deferrable purchase for sure. All right, Pamela, I appreciate you spending time with the listeners, explaining what you had told us on this Yahoo podcast you did. Again, been talking to Pamela Danzinger with Unity Marketing, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaAlley.net.